Hey guys, and thank you for listening to Story of Buddha. Today's episode is a little bit different. This is an episode from back in December when we attended one of Taifa Pwa's, which is a very well-known monk in the Buddhist world, one of his Dharma talks regarding anger management. Although this talk doesn't have the best audio, it definitely has some great messages. This Dharma talk was about anger management, and it's truly trend. There's a lot you can take away from today's episode, but if you take away anything, it's that to maintain mindfulness and to be calm. Today's episode doesn't, again, doesn't have the best audio, but there will be some portions where there will be loud clapping and other loud noises such as cars. We will try to give you a heads up before that, but we cannot do, we will do our best, but we can't catch all of them, unfortunately. So we hope you enjoy today's Dharma talk of Tai Fapwa. Like this, when she walked this place, 
So you have to put a lot of work, a lot of investment to make this building become new and beautiful things. The paradise, the pure land of the world, cannot be pure land if we do not try to impure. So everything is impure. But with our intention, we can make it pure. Everything, a place is dirty, but if we have the intent to invest, we can clean up and make this make the place become beautiful and happy. Our, our human's life always the same. Everything we have, every situation there is something in problems. But if there is no problems, no lesson to learn. No experience. And no happiness, no happy when you make it. Something you, if sometimes you learn how to cook, after a few times, you throw them away. One day you make it. You're so happy and you say, wow, I made it. So everything we do, but we never give up. But we learn each time we collapse. We learn each time we have problems. And then one day, we find out we made it. I guarantee none of us sit here that we have to be successful every single time we do. Or everything that the first time we do, we can be done right now. Sometimes you plan to come here at 9 o'clock, but because of the traffic, because of something may happen on the way, but you never give up. You know that even slow, but still on the way. Make sure we keep this in Even slow, but one thing to inform, to remind us, we still on the way. We never lose our track. With that intent, with that green part, you come to the new day, you come to the new place, you come to the new successful. Without meditation. What is meditation? It's not about all the cushion. It's about how you do things, how you see things, how you deal with things, and how you take it. You become a meditator. Not only the cushion, not only when you sit on the cushion, but you have the capacity. You have the capacity to see things, to take things exactly as they are. Sister Irene shared that when she came here, she could see the place. It's so old because it's Many years, many years, and they thought if nobody buys this, they will damage because you know this cannot continue. So luckily, she had the place, and within a year, she turned this place, you know, a very very old church, now become the beautiful temple, beautiful meditation center. Two years ago. 
Two years ago, I also have an old temple, an old church in Kelowna, BC, Canada. And we also put a lot of investment there, a lot of intention. Now it's become a beautiful monastery. So I want to remind, when you come to the temple, first of all, you know the name of the temple. Every single name has a meaning, just like ourselves. We all have a name. But make sure we understand our name. So every time we have a problem, remember that the name will help you to move on and to keep yourself on the right track. Every morning, I have a new day to do. I move through this day with all my freshness. So the, 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 new, the, the new day monastery very match go along very well with Green Heart Meditation Center. If you have no Green Heart, you never see a new day. Even if you have a new day, Coming up, guys, there will be some loud clapping, so get ready. You still live like an old day. <laughs> to tell you the truth, usually when people invite me for mindfulness uh, day, leading the retreat, giving a Dharma talk, they never give me a topic. I have the right to speak whatever I want. <laughs> this is the first time that they put me in the title, you have to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it's good because I know what they want. So today, uh, according to the schedule, we learned a small sutra that given by the, the eldest, uh, one of the eldest uh, monk student of the Buddha, Saliputra, Venerable Saliputra. He is a very wise student of the Buddha. And he shared this practice to his younger brothers, sisters, Bikuni and Bikri. He told them there are a few ways that you can help to meditate so you can bring you out of that environment when you in the angry situation. Remember. We may fall in any situation, any time. But we cannot expect things to be perfect. But what we can do is how to think, how to meditate, how to squeeze it so we can adapt, we can fit, we can transform, we can move on. This is our matter. Not about people, not about the environment, just like the weather. You just walk out, oh, a little bit cold. 
You don't have to sit there and claim to her. You have to walk in and get your jacket. If you have a jacket, you can walk in the cold. You walk out, you see the rain. It's not about the rain. It's about how you walk in the rain. You can use your umbrella. You walk out to see the mud. Now you wear your uh, slipper. You can walk in with change. Wear your shoe. So life is like that. It's not about you may see things change anytime. But the point is, if we have the method, the instruction, the understanding, things will be very easy. You know how to cook. You don't have to worry. Okay, let me walk to the kitchen. Let's see what we have. All the vegetables you see, you have the the recipe right there. You have the dish right there. We have a very self-confidence because we know what to do. And you are a monk. You know how to use the wooden fish. You know how to use the bell. You know all the prayers. People invite you any kind of prayers. You don't have to worry. Oh, what I'm going to do? You can join the ceremony. You know what to do. Even though they have, you have the whole booklet of the prayer, but you know how much time you have. You can cut. You don't have to read the whole book in order to call a complete ceremony. You have. You are wise enough. You understand more than enough how to squeeze to be flexible to make the time right. What is right? Right time. Right situation is right. Sometimes you read the whole book you call right, but people down there, they suffer. Because <laughs> you're too long. <laughs> you can, I can sit here and talk all day. But if I talk this day, I, I, I will be very happy with myself. Wow, I can talk, people sit there and they sleep. <laughs> so the matter is not about the outside, the people. Because each of us, we have different feelings, different ways to see things, different habits. And remember, sometimes we have negative habits, sometimes we have positive habits. But your habits, you like it, but somebody don't like it. Someone else have it. We may not like it, but what to do? If you don't learn to think, if you don't learn to let go, if you don't learn to embrace, if you don't learn to accept, if you don't learn to console, you don't learn all of this, you cannot go anywhere. Even yourself, you still cannot. So Sariputra, Venerable Sariputra, share with us the way to think, the way to meditate, the way to, you know, to raise a, another thought in order to help us. First of all, to help us. If we don't want, if we cannot help us, if we cannot be happy, then nobody else can be happy. 
you know about yourself, you must learn something to help yourself to be happy. Just like if you don't feel well, you don't know if anyone else who are not feeling well the same as you. But right in this moment, you know, you are the one who is not feeling well. Then you should take medication. After that, you can walk around and ask. But when you are not feeling well, doesn't mean everyone around you they don't feel well. You don't have to offer that medication because I don't feel well. Then I expect everyone to take medication. Just say that I'm not angry. Everything, everyone here will be done. You don't have to. So make sure we take care of ourselves. And this is the practice. In Vietnamese uh, Buddhist, we call it Help yourself. Before you can go back, help others. But if you're able to help yourself, help the others. You are the Buddha. Buddha is the one who is not only enjoying himself, but they know how to understand the suffering of others in order to send the love, to send the heart, the care. So Buddha is not a saint, he's not a holy person. He sit there just to receive donation, offering fruits, flowers, incense, candles. But the Buddha is the one who willing to walk in life. So we are the students of the Buddha. We must learn the same. First of all, we Success for ourselves, and then we will need to go back to return. If you arrive at the destination, you learn to return. And this is the beauty of the Buddhism. When you arrive at your destination, we do not enjoy that. We return. But now we return with the capacity, with a healthy condition, with a freshness. Uh, feelings. So now you are very well, you are very healthy, you will not be influenced by others. On the way you may, but when you arrive, you go back, you can't, you may, because you understand and nothing around you can affect. What most of the time that we angry with people around us, the way they talk. Like every day, every morning, every day, we have to talk. We have to listen to someone's talk. You go home, you will hear your parents, your family members. You go school, teachers, friends. You go to your workplace, your, your colleagues, your employees. Even now you go to the temple. You hear the monster nuns. And sometimes they ask you to sit so they can talk for one hour. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> but if someone is talk, you don't like it. You easily get angry. Even you are now in the Dhammapal. And you have the intent, you know that. Oh, I'm coming to listen to the Dhamma talk. 
look like you are listening to learning, to learn. But if you are not mindful enough, you may get angry with the monk because oh, look like he spoke to me. He pointed out all my problems. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> if you come to the monk for listen, you may get mad at the monk as the nun of the scripture. Because they talk the right They don't need to talk, but when they express the difficulties of humans, you come to the doctor just to listen what the doctor said about your, your sickness. You come to the monks, the nuns, to the creature, just to listen to your problems in order to transform, to help you to improve. And this is what the reason we come to the Dharma. So, when you hear someone's talk, you don't like it. You get angry. Or when someone always says something that never pleases you, that never make you feel happy. It, and then every time you hear the talk, you're angry. She, that person talk, they happy to talk. They freely to talk, and you are the one who listen. You are free to angry. <laughs> why is that? Now, Venerable Sariputra helped us. He said, if you hear someone's talk, it's not nice, it's not kind. Do not pay attention to what they talk. Pay attention to their action. Maybe their word is not nice, but their action is beauty. The action is nice. Take that. Have you ever met people like that? They don't talk well, but the way they do, they act is nice. So if that makes you happy, why do you have to pay attention to something that not make you happy? Pay attention to something that you happy. Why enough to help you so we can live together? Said so first of all, because in this life you cannot throw people away, especially they are your loved one. Just because they don't have the the way to help us, but the way they act is nice. Just sometimes we have a brother, or sister. Every time we meet them, they say something that we are not happy. But beside that, oh, the way they treat us so much. Take their trips. Don't worry about their, their, their language, their speech. Of course, we help them to transform. But first of all, be sure we're happy when we be with them. But the meditate on the action more than pay attention to their words. A person who is wise, they must do this. A person who is loving themselves, they must do something to help them better. Remember, somebody can offer you something, but you are wise enough to understand what you can take and what you cannot take. What you cannot take doesn't mean they are garbage. Just they don't fit with you. 
In this life, everything can be used. But if we cannot use, doesn't mean they are useless. We only take what we can use. We only take what we can eat. But doesn't mean all food we don't eat, they are rotten, they are garbage. Do you like sobeying Korean? You like it because the smell, the taste. But somebody is so gross. It's the best. But the one who cannot eat that doesn't mean sobeying is bad. You must know yourself in order to take the right food. People can give you lemon, but you cannot eat the whole lemon. It's sour. Make lemonade. Depends on how wise you are to take lemon. If you, they give you lemon, doesn't mean they expect you to eat lemon like that. They just give you the lemon. You can use the lemon in any way you like. You go to, um, when you have a Canadian food, or auto food, when they have the soup, they're very ready to squeeze lime. But most of the Vietnamese uh, noodle soup, we always have limes. <laughs> so people will complain, oh, lemon and limes only used in drink. No, I like it in my soup. <laughs> you see that? So people offer you a lime, a lemon. Use what the way you like as long as you have it. So you cannot take it, take something. Look at them. They are not only have words, they also have action. They also have action. Then why don't we pay attention to the action in order to make us happy so we can talk to them? We can be with them. Why we need to worry about the words in order to separate, in order to make the distance between us and the person. Why do we need to do that? Because life is short. We don't know whether we go before it or they depart before us. So do not make yourself that you don't feel comfortable. Regret. The Buddha told us there are five ways, there are five things we never know ahead of time. We don't know when we will be sick. We don't know what kind of sickness we will have. We don't know when we, we will be die. And we don't know where we will die. And we don't know how we die. Is that true? Five things we never know before. And because of that, so make sure we do something. We meditate on something. We look at things in some way to make us positive, to make things positive, to make us happy and make others happy. We come here together to live happy. We don't want to suffer. Never, ever, people come together and say, Did you marry me? I want to suffer you. <laughs> Will you marry me? We want a happy life. I, I guarantee you, I promise, I 
will make you happy. I will love you. Right? And this is what we said always. Even you call me, hi, come here. We guarantee we will treat you well. <laughs> we offer you fruits. <laughs> because they know that Canada Vietnamese food is very expensive. <laughs> Even ourselves, 
we still have mistakes. We still have some point that is not fulfilled. Even our body, our health, they are not completely healthy. So that's why we take multivitamins. Because we bring that medication in, any vitamins that is missing, they can, they can fulfill. Same thing. We should meditate on that. So, Sariputra shared with us the second method. A friend, if you become angry with someone whose words are not kind, but whose body actions are kind, if you are wise, you will know how to meditate in order to put an end to the anger. Now, Venerable Sariputra share with us the third method. If there is someone whose bodily actions and words are unkind, but who still has a little kindness in the heart, if you feel angry toward that person and, and otherwise, you will know how to meditate to put an end to the anger. Now, if somebody whose words and bodily act and action is not kind, but in their heart, they still have a little kindness. Pay attention to that little kindness. Don't worry about the others. Sometimes um, we eat uh, Vietnamese supplement. Let me tell you. <laughs> They, they give you the whole bundle. Oh, very tasty, very delicious. But too bad, you're vegetarian. <laughs> you cannot eat all kinds of chicken, pork, and ham, and then you don't have to take them all out. Yeah. Just eat the meat. <laughs> have you ever do that when we on a, a long flight? Yeah. Sometimes we go to Vietnam, we go to Taiwan, we have a long flight. And we may order vegetarian, but they don't have vegetarian. All they bring us just, you know, a, a full tray of uh, non-vegetarian. We have to select. Sometimes we have to open the, the sandwich. We take all the ham out. We only eat the sandwich with butter. In that moment, if there is nothing delicious that I can eat, I will eat what I can. <laughs> Same thing. If somebody's action is not nice, their word is not nice, but at least they still have some kindness in their heart, just like a piece of sandwich. <laughs> if they have even the sandwich we cannot eat, at least they have a piece of cracker. Anything that can satisfy your hunger in that moment is happy enough. Have you ever lived in that condition? Yeah. Sometimes you, you come to the room and none of the food that you can eat. Oh, just give me some steamed rice and soy sauce. Too bad there's lots of food you offer. You put lots of time to, to, to cook. 
but I am able to take all of this. None of the food that I can. But don't worry. The point is, I come here to join the party. Not about the food. So I can take this something, and then we can join the party. The, the point is, we happy to live, not about the words, the action. Because we all know words only to help us to understand the feeling of each other. But the most thing is, we take the message inside. Sometimes they don't deliver the right words, but we know what they want in their heart. Take that. Don't do not much suffer about the word. Some people, they don't ask you who to talk. But we can recognize they have a beautiful heart, a very gentle heart. Just they don't know how to express the words. Especially our young generation who born in America and in Canada, you know. They learn Vietnamese and some of the words they don't use properly. They don't use properly. We so we laugh. You know, we know they don't speak right, but they, we, we understand that part. In Vietnamese, if you want to express to a lady, you have to call go, chi, bai. You know, a little bit rude, you say ba. <laughs> <laughs>
That's why in, in our human um, social lives, when we talk to someone, you must look at them. We call eyes contact. Beside the words, beside the action, we should look at the one we talk to. If we talk to them, but if we don't look at them, we show that we don't respect them. I think about more than 15, 20 years ago, there's a program called PowTalk. And a lot of people open the Buddhist group so people can join in and talk about Buddhism. I remember at that time, a lot of groups in, around the world. They contact, so they want to invite me to join the talk so I can give a talk. I refused. I said, I don't use to talk like that. Because when I talk, I want to see them. First, to express my respect to them. Secondly, I want to see whether they understand me or not. When I talk, usually I look back. If somebody don't understand, they can show their eyes, <laughs> so I can give more examples. They, are, they don't agree. Maybe they don't take the message yet, so I will try to explain more so they can understand. So usually when I talk, I always look around. So to see whether people take my message or not, sometimes maybe the way I talk, or I have the right message, but the way I share is not enough for them to understand. Then, by that eyes, I can express, explain more, or I can change something. Or sometimes they look so boring, we can change the topic. So eyes contact. And so remember, everything is from here. That's why when we bow, we do that. First thing, you hold, you join your palms, you put right here. This is the lotus plant, a flower. But before you offer, you offer right here. So no matter what kind of flower, it's all come from my heart. I want to offer to the group. I want to offer to everyone. So always join your thoughts. Even when we see each other, we meet each other in the temple. Instead of shaking hands, you know, we join the heart, we bow. I offer you a flower from my heart. The fourth method. If there is someone whose words and bodily actions are not kind, and in whose heart there is nothing can be called kindness, if you angry with that person and you are wise, you will know how to meditate in order to an end to the anger. Someone 
whose words and body actually are unkind, and whose heart is nothing can be called kindness, is someone who is undergoing great suffering, unless he needs a good spiritual friend. There will be no chance for him to transform and go to the life of happiness. Think, thinking like this, you will be able to open your heart with love and compassion toward the person. You will be able to put an end to your anger and help that person. Someone is wise, you should practice them. If you meet someone whose word is not nice, whose action is not nice, even little kindness in the heart is nothing too, this person, we have the rights to angry with them because they completely collapse. No words, no action, no kindness in the heart. But with our practice, we meditate. A person like this, he is undergoing a great suffering. Because in them, they have nothing nice, beautiful to share. So that's why they are only expression negative. They are under a great suffering. If he doesn't have a chance to meet a spiritual friend, someone who can help them, he will ever, ever, never see the happiness. So he meditate on this. He will love someone who totally suffered. Just like the one who have, they don't have much money, but at least they still have some dollars. But this person, they don't have any food left, any dreams left, they have no money at all. Can you imagine a person like this? They can die anytime because they have no food, no money. And if we Recognize a person who needs completely like this, who totally suffer. We put our compassion. We see, we can see that the true facts of them. We can open our heart, open our mind to bring love, to bring kindness, to bring caring toward that person. And this is the fourth practice about our loving kindness compassion. You can see that compassion, loving kindness, now they are not only in words. They are not about the philosophy, but about how you can bring your kindness to any situation. The one who can talk but no action. The one who has action but no words. The one who has no words, no action, but still little kindness in them. And now we get to the one who has no kindness, no words, no action. They completely suffer. Just like someone who is sick, but very lonely. No one's help. No medication at home. 
no food, nothing. They come to the death very soon. So if we can realize, we walk by and realize that who will come in and bring all our attention. They will say, no, no, don't treat me. I don't have money to pay. Don't worry about that. I will not come. I will not charge. But in some case like this, I will not charge. I just bring my love to them. Lastly, we will meet someone whose words is very beautiful, whose action is very beautiful, who is, you know, their, 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 their heart is also beautiful. Now you can hear what Sariputra said. My friend, if there is someone whose bodily actions are kind, whose words are kind, and whose mind is also kind, if you're angry with that person, and you are wise, you will know how to meditate in order to put an end to your anger. When you see someone whose bodily actions are kind, whose words are kind, and whose mind is also kind, give your attention to all his kindness, body, speech, and mind, and do not allow anger or jealousy to overwhelm you. If you do not know how to live happily with someone who is as fresh as, the, as that, you cannot be called someone who has wisdom. Why don't we feel comfortable to work with this person? Because we can learn a lot of freshness and beauty from them. Why are you angry? Why are you angry? Why are you jealous? So angry with someone who make us you know, something not nice. But when someone doing something nice, we're still angry plus jealous. What do we turn our life into? A one who never accept anything and learn anything. And we block ourselves. We block ourselves. If someone is nice, we should learn from them. Be happy with them. If someone is not nice, we're angry. We can, somebody, we can accept that. But because we don't want you to stop there, make sure we understand this. Do not make, do not take the negatives of someone become the negatives. For example, somebody see you, they talk not nice to you. And you you do the same. And somebody asks you, why do you love to them? Oh, because they don't talk nice to me. That's why I don't talk nice to them. Is that true that you take the negatives of someone and make it into your negatives? He doesn't do that, that's why I didn't, I didn't do that too. If he, the, he did not do that, you should do it. He never greeting to you, you still greeting to, to me. To express, to inform, you never change. 
you still live correctly as who you are because you're human. We see someone, we greet him. Oh, I'm always greeting to someone, but not him, not them, because they are greeting to me. See, you take their negative. You take their unpracticed. Now, you're supposed to be the one who practice. Now you become unpracticed because they don't practice. Do not take the negatives of others. Become the negatives. If someone is beautiful, on their words, on their action, on their kindness, we not only angry, we plus we increase jealousy, we completely collapse. We block ourselves in learning, in improvement. But we always say, I want to improve myself. I want to live my life happy. We just want something but we never do something we want. And this is never happened. I want to eat, but I don't like to cook. Too bad. <laughs> what can I do for you? If I'm free, I will cook for you. But life, I will never free all the time. You still have to learn to cook very basic. You cannot cook, you know, um, um, something special. But at least you know how to do fried eggs. It's the noodle, something simple, so you can feed yourself. You cannot learn something major, but at least you can learn something very basic in order to help yourself to improve. There is a new day with 24 brand new hours. Maybe some hours you're angry, but when you return, you say, oh, I have wasted my five hours, then you still have some hours to live beautifully. Do not just live in that negative condition for 24 hours. By accidentally, we may ruin a few hours of the day. But with mindfulness, they will help us to recognize it, go back, not too late. Use some more hours to do. So that's why we have the, the tradition to celebrate New Year's Eve and the new year day. Actually, every day is the same. Right? New year is the same. You still eat, drink, and talk. Nothing different. But why we have to declare this is the new year? Just for us to, to have the move, the, the move on, the point to move on. Oh, all of my sadness, my suffering have ended. Now I will start my new day, my new year, my new life. Just a point to refresh us. Just like you still have all your information here in your computer, in your iPhone. Just sometimes it's stuck, it's freezing. You turn them off, you reset, everything is there. Just put reset, everything go back smoothly. New year is the same thing. You reset. To close one thing, to begin everything again, but with a, a freshness declaration, fresh mind. Do you understand? Yes. Yeah. So, thank you for your listening. I uh, share with you the five methods given by Venerable Sally Kutra. If you want to read this sutra more details, you should find 
the sutra right in this moment. Maybe uh, if today, tomorrow we have a chance, we will make a copy separately of this sutra so we can give you as a gift. You can bring home to read more, to meditate more on this. If you uh, later on, this monastery will be uh, into activities and uh, depends on the schedule. I believe that Sister Hanging will uh, have some time for English speaking and for Vietnamese. And all of these basic sutras taught by the Buddha, taught by the students of the Buddha, like Venerable Abhulagana, Venerable Sariputra, they all give lecture to their younger brothers and sisters. So all the basic teachings like that, we try to bring back again and read it. And now you can see, Buddhism is not, we cannot stop right after. First of all, you have to come to something by your faith. But if you stop there, then you cannot move on and learn more. Make your faith become stronger, more profound by your learning, by your practice. The more you learn, the more you practice, the more you success, the more you can make your faith stronger. You believe that what you believe is right because the, the, the result is you are happy, you are more happy, you are more mindfulness, you are more freedom in your mind, in your living. Free here doesn't mean you do whatever you want. Uh, freely here means you have more more attachment because you open your heart to understand things more, to accept things more, to embrace more people, to embrace more situations. When you go to the garden, we are not only accept one kind of flower, but we enjoy many different kind of flowers. Even they are small, they are big, they fragrance or have no fragrance, they still flowers. And all of that come together, we call the garden of flower. If everybody the same, no interested. Everybody different, then we have a chance to learn many lessons many topics, right? If you listen to one music all the time, sometimes you want to change. Rock and roll. <laughs> Love music. Many different kinds of music. Many different kinds of things in life that do not block ourselves. Once you have the free heart, no attachment, you can find that you easily can adapt and you easily make people feel comfortable by the way you come to them. And you also can transform them if they are not there yet. But by the way you talk, by the way you act, by the way you come to them, you can transform them. Because we all have the eyes, we all have the ears, we all have the heart. When you see something, your heart will feel it. When you hear something, your heart will feel it. When you and 
when you see, you hear, you feel, you will do it. Right? So, you see someone's fell, you see them, they must pain. You run to them, you give them a help. So, this is what Buddhism practice. Not only words, not only action, but we combine everything. Because if you're doing something without a heart, you cannot bring them the feeling. You cannot continue this longer. But if with your heart, you can bring people more and more happy. I meet a lot of uh, young doctors. And sometimes they share with me that, oh, they will graduate soon. They will become a doctor and they will work in the hospital, etc. And I said, that's good. I'm happy because you are a doctor who can cure the physical health. But you are more happy because you are not just a doctor, but you also the students of the Buddha. You can we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Dharma Talks regarding anger management. This is not the full version. If you'd like to see the full version, please head over to Taifapwa's Facebook. You can find that linked in the description down below. Taifapwa is a very famous Canadian monk, Buddhist monk, which uh, is very, he speaks fluent Vietnamese as well as English. Thank you again. And we will see you in next week for our regularly scheduled Story of Buddha episodes. If you enjoy these, be sure to answer the poll on Spotify. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.